How'd that new uh, Tez deck do against Rug? Dude, Tezret munches Rug. Episode 14 of Dredging for Humor. I'm Jack the Band. And I'm the Dude. Uh, we are happy to be back for this show. Hello, everybody. We're coming up to the pre-release of New Phyrexia. <sighs> New Phyrexia. Really? After they gave us those bitchin' Mirrodin pure boxes? After they teased up, this is what it could be. Oh, sorry. Here you go. Right, but I've heard that the Phyrexians themselves want to rename New Phyrexia or the Plain of Phyrexia to the uh, Legion of Doom. Really? Yeah, that's what I, that's what the name of the plane is going to be, the Legion of Doom. Meanwhile, back at the Legion of Doom. Yes, exactly, just like that. Um, at least that's, and I quote, Shouldred said, Well, we, we, it's a new day for... Uh... It's a new day for Phyrexia. We've changed the way we want to do things, and, and it'll be now for known as uh, the Legion of Doom. So that's what Shouldred said. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I didn't quite get all of that, but uh, I'm I'm sure it was important. He's So is he a praetor? Well, she is a praetor. Oh, she. So she has that. Wait, she's, the, she's like the half-spider chick, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. Like her abdomen eats you. Right. I was looking at the picture, and it confused me. Yeah, she has a mouth in the general area that her vagina would be. So it's it's this massively gaping... Vaginal dentata mouth, yes. <laughs> I, think the, I think the folks in the, you know, the art department need to eat less cheese or something. Something. But uh, this, this basically leads us into the first of our show, which we always like to go through what's happened since our last show. So that's why this segment is called Since the Last Show. Since the Last Show! Exactly. So since the last show, uh, the most recent thing that has been going on is they made changes to the Pro Tour and Grand Prix stuff. This baffles me. I mean, out of all of our, out of all of our since the last times that we have on our list... I just, this makes me beat my head against a wall. I don't, why? Why? I can understand the, why? What I don't like is the privatization of the Pro Tour. That's what I don't like. I don't, I, I think it's great and wonderful that they want to throw 20 more Grand Prix. But, but it's at the cost of, of this Papist Police Pro Tour thing going on where there's not going to be any dealers, no public events, nothing like that happening at the Pro Tours. And it's just, I don't like it. Yeah, it makes me wonder. I mean, if the, if it is totally private, does this mean that you can't get in at all? It means you can't get in at all if you're not a pro player or not qualified to play in the Pro Tour. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't exactly see Wizards saying that specifically. I haven't read all of the things out there, and maybe it's just a very quick yes. Uh, but it's, you know, they're definitely leaving it ambiguous because it seems like when people are saying, okay, uh, can I get in if I'm not a part of the pro tour? They're like, well, at the Grand Prix. 
At the Grand Prix, you'll be able to get in. Yeah, but can I get into the Pro Tour if, if I'm not qualified? Can I, like, go and watch? Well, yes, if you win a Grand Prix. If you win a Grand Prix, you can get into the into the Pro Tour. That's what I'm. That's, that's exactly. kind of what I'm getting. Have you seen our Grand Prix? We've increased the number of Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can't make a Grand Prix. Well, we've also, we're going to... We're gonna film the Pro Tour. We're gonna we're gonna stream it to your very own home computer. So you, why would you even want to come? What about the poor guys with lag? What about what about people who have terrible lag on their computer? I mean, the streaming video. I mean, granted, Good Games Live does pretty good as long as the area that they're in, you know, provides decent coverage or decent internet. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, Rashad does a great job over there getting everything to work amazingly well. Completely, completely. Although, if with the lag, you're not going to get half his jokes. That, exactly. You know, and let's face it, that dude's funny. He, he's totally funny. Um, but what it makes me wonder is, like, I've watched a lot of the Wizards of the Coast coverage uh, over the years. Right. They'll download the whole... Mm-hmm. And some of it is pretty good. It, it's not too bad, but there's been issues. And if that's the only way that I get to actually be a part of the Pro Tour... Then. Yeah, no, I think it's it's a valid gripe. It's 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 going to be a pain in the ass for people that don't have good wireless service. And it just seems like Wizards is like, you know, if hey, uh, I'd like to go to the Pro Tour even though I am not qualified. Wizards' reply is kind of like, well, why? Why would you want to come here? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you just want to come and watch. Like, there's not going to be any dealers here. We have no side of it. I mean, it just seems I don't like their, I don't like the way they're ending it or pushing it or it just you know. I'm happy that the number of Grand Prix have increased because that probably means that you and I will be going to more Grand Prix. Right. Um, you know. But I, wonder, I wonder where they're going to put them. I wonder if it'll be like maybe Sacramento. Sacramento would be nice for us. Uh, Portland is not too far. No, Portland was a really, really nice tournament. I, you know, they they always have stuff going on in the Seattle area, which you know we could make a fairly large road trip to Seattle in right. that area. I know, but but yeah, Oakland, San Francisco, San be, Jose. Mm-hmm. Well, the last big Grand Prix they had in Oakland was extended, mm-hmm. I think. So, you know, maybe when they have it back in Oakland or San Francisco or San Jose, they'll, it'll be more of a standard environment. Because mm-hmm. that was one of the things that I think kind of pushed us in the opposite way. Well, yeah, you know, and it just makes me wish that we had more tournaments all in all out here that were closer. Because, I mean, it's it's a long drive for us to get anywhere down south if it or north of us, or west of us. It, it doesn't matter which way you go, it's pretty much a long drive. But it, it just makes me wish that even maybe Star City had more tournaments out here. I mean, they know that they do one, they did one in San Jose, and they did one in L.A., but L.A. is 14 hours. Right, right. We ain't got the Yeah. And at that point, we're looking at Portland. I mean, mm-hmm. at that point, it's like, well, Portland's closer, it's cleaner, it's, uh, it doesn't, you know, you can breathe the air. Yes. So it's it's an incentive, really, to breathe. Right. In Portland. Uh, but it's interesting. Can't wait to see the schedule. I, I just God, I I hate the I hate the pro tour. And then we had the question about worlds. Like, where where is worlds going? Is worlds going to be more like a grand prix now, or is it going to be more like a pro tour where, yeah. you know, it's just the elite coming from countries all over the world and gathering and you know. Yeah, I mean, I'll be I'll be kind of upset if this ruins our plan for worlds. See, that would yeah exactly in San Francisco with 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 yes with the the sacred leader yes with our. With our hosts of hosts, with their, they have to let people in the world. That's, right. That would just be silly. And I well, was referring to Conley Woods. I, <laughs> I, of course you were. I, I wonder if, if potentially, if they do close it off to the public in general, maybe we'll, we can get press passes to go in and do interviews. For the show? Yeah, for the show. They're maybe not going to give a shit for the show. But don't don't just crush my dreams like that. They're going to listen to the show and be like, you guys are taking yourselves seriously. And we'll be like, yes, we are professional bullshit artists. 
Here's our credentials. Uh-huh. And we'll show them our PBSAs. Well, I... Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, did I just fail? No, I just... It made me a little uncomfortable there for a second to think about what that might mean. <laughs> right. I would... You know, everything in my head that came up that could be a possible acronym for that was, you know... Well, it was Professional Bullshit Artist Credentials. Oh, I thought you were referring to other things. That's where... Anyway. So we should move on. That's... I, I'm getting the feeling that we should move on. The next thing that's happened since... Goddamn Pro Tour. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> so, spoilers. We got some spoilers. Uh-huh. Uh, they were written in Japanese. Uh-huh. Everybody's questionable about the translations. Right. But they, they seem pretty accurate. Yeah, definitely that would be a lot of fake art to be pushing, you know, Yeah. in terms of potential spoilers. I always wonder that. It's like, well... Really, some dumbass sat down and designed like eighty-seven cards by hand, and right. you know, made up rules for them and pushed. It's like, okay, that's uh, that's a life to lead, actually. Yeah, you, you'd basically have to be forty and living in your parents' basement mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to be able to to pull that off. Uh-huh. And I mean, there are and if you're people. listening to our show, hey, no slights, you know, we keep listening. Well, we love you, right? So right. I, I mean, if I was forty, I'd live in my. No, I wouldn't. We need all um, three of our listeners. But the spoilers came out, which is interesting. It's nice to see. I really haven't paid a whole bunch of attention to them. Um, we'll we'll probably do our post-release right. spoiler well, show. Well, we can... I mean, you know, do you want to talk about Karn? Well, he's we, like the... We should definitely talk about Karn. Uh-huh. Um, he, he, he's kind of interesting. I mean... He takes two turns to get to his ultimate, which seems to be a pretty standard thing going on. I mean, if you think about Tezzeret, Tezzeret can pretty much ultimate on his second turn. Turn, right. Uh, Jace is the only one that doesn't ultimate for a long time, but who cares? Jace is not good for his ultimates anyway. He's good for everything else he does. Um, and so it's, you know, it's really this kind of threshold factor of when can the Planeswalker ultimate? Are they sticking around to ultimate again? A lot of, a lot of connections between how do I get loyalty on my Planeswalker and should I be concerned about my girlfriend's orgasms? Exactly. Like it's very, very, you know, why are you plateauing here? Uh-huh. You know, that kind of issue. Um, it seems awfully early here to be going using ultimate. your ultimate. Yeah, yeah. To, to be going ultimate. And then dropping back or having to use recursion. Right. So um, I think uh, uh, I, Karn is, it's, yeah, I don't know. What do, what do you do exactly? I'm trying to remember. What is his add loyalty counter effect? Exile spells from either your or your opponent's hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and like an extra paid effect or what? What, what is? How does extra paid? Well, work? I mean, like, what do you look at their hand and then they discard that card, kind of thing, or? Yeah, exactly. Not just dis- discard, but actually exile it. Oh, you're okay. So you look at their hand and you are exiling cards from their hand to pump him up towards his ultimate. Oh, maybe it's only your hand with him. Uh, give me one second. So upon further research, uh, plus three, he exiles a card from target player's hand. So you can choose to exile a card from your hand, or you can tell your opponent to exile a card, and then they get to choose what it is. For negative four, you can exile a target permanent. So Something you can play, right? Yeah, and because he's colorless, oh, I guess so that doesn't matter so much, but it, it's very interesting. You can target anything with him to exile it. And you can get a couple of those off, I think, before he's no good. Um, uh-huh. 
<clears throat> well, and he's an answer to other planeswalkers if you're if you're using his negative ability. So that right there is yeah, absolutely. That's he's definitely an answer to other planeswalkers. Right. There's... That's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Right. That permanent. Well, there was that. Uh, um, oh, who's the who's the guy that looks like the the kid from Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, uh, kind of, not really, like brother. Like nerd brother, uh, Tom Lapilli. Tom Lapilli said that there were three or four cards that were going to be in this next set that were going to, uh, three cards actually, I think he said, that were going to, to target planeswalkers. That were, I'm assuming he meant answer them, deal with them, not make them better and cooler. Right. I could be wrong. It is Tom Lapilli. Uh, you could be wrong. Uh, so, so Karn. Karn's the most exciting one. Uh, they have shown Shouldered. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, th- it's interesting. Uh, the Praetors, I don't, I don't know yet. It'll be interesting to see what goes on there. It does make the hand of the Praetors make more sense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get it, because he's, you know, not very special. Is he legendary? He's not legendary. He's no. just a hand. He's just a hand. He's just a right. He's like, he's like Vinny. Yeah. Hey, Vinny, I need you to go. Exactly. He's, he's the hired goon. Right. He's gotcha. the goon. Hand of the goons. So, and then, I mean, are you feeling that there's going to be this whole, uh, uh, Praetor cycle where we're going to see like not only Shouldred, but, uh, Oh yeah. I, I, we're definitely going to have a, uh, uh, a cycle. One of each color probably. Oh yeah. So absolutely. There's that. Oh, that's right. Cause there's the haste one, the, the red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What do you think about this deal with the new Phyrexia symbol? Uh, the new Phyrexian mana? Yeah, like the now you pay you can either pay it or pay two life. Right. One more thing I want to mention. Yeah. Right okay. We'll come is, back. Is that is that Shouldred is the pre-release promo? So everybody oh, who plays so if the you're pre-release, going to, oh. you get the, they get the Shouldered. What if they don't want the Shouldered? They can't pick a white one. No. Oh, that blows. No, just like every other, I like the, you know. Oh, just like last. Just time. like the Titans. <laughs> you get a white Titan. <laughs> We know it's going to be the worst Titan. We're going to give you this one. Right. So, so here's Shouldered. We know it's going to be the worst, worst one. You'll never use this for anything except maybe your EDH deck that you play with your four-year-old son because that's the only one you can beat with it. You know, that's what they basically... I understand. So that'll be the that'll be the release. Well, f- yes. Right. Righteous. Rock on. Yeah. I, and, I'm not that excited. And, and so back to Phyrexian. pre-release. Right. Yes. Phyrexian mana. So you can either pay two life or the color that comes along with it. So now we don't have uh, color mana fixing in your lands. You now actually have spell fixing for your mana. But are you really beating your opponent when your opponent is accidentally beating themselves? Like, you know, I mean, it's like you're, you're, you're going to be playing against players that don't do the, the right life management. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're going to be digging a little too deep, and it's going to be you're going to be like, oh, but I had this one card that's actually fairly common, and because you weren't didn't have another creature open, I, I win the game because you were using all that life to cast those spells. I was just kind of wondering if games are going to start being like that, like you know, maybe your deck couldn't have beat them, but because they were so greedy with the spell casting, that's actually what did them in. I don't know. I I haven't quite made a decision on how what I think about this pay to life. Well, the, one of the cards that you were talking about that Lapili, Lapile uh, said uh, was uh, is actually one of those Planeswalker dealing with cards. It's a, whatever the name of it is. I don't care right this minute. Um, it has a black or a black Phyrexian uh, mana uh, that says you can remove counters from target permanent. Right. Or so. and, it, and it gets plus one, plus zero for each one removed, which is, you know, theoretically you could kill Jace 
out of three, if they haven't done anything with him for six life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Highly effective. Mm-hmm. I, uh... <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Probably more of an anti-infect card. Yeah. If, you know, we're in fact to be doing something in standard. Oh, well, we do have kibbles, huh? We have Kibbler's Infect deck that, that's been placing. It's been placing? Has it been placing? Not, uh, not in the last not in the last tourney, but the tourney before I thought it had placed. No, nobody, I don't know what it is. There's like an aversion to infection. I think that nobody wants to get sick with infection. I, th- I really seriously think that there's a situation there and that nobody wants to play with it. Because I believe that there are completely viable, strong infect decks that could be used against Cobblade and other stupid things like that. I think that there's plenty of proliferate out there to make it happen, and maybe we'll see that in the metagame as a, as the new set comes in. Maybe we'll see more of that, uh, more infect, more uh, more or a more competitive infect deck built by a pro player that actually makes it there. You know, somebody who has the hours of time to play test and test against all the other decks and go there, because I I totally believe that there's incredible possibilities in there to to make an infect deck that could take out Cobblade. There's an infect deck that could deal with Cobblade. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Uh huh. I mean, a necrophy- who's going to build it? I, who knows? Conley Woods is going to build it. Yeah, probably. Sorry. If anybody does it, it'll be Conley. It'll be Conley. Because he's the only one that innovates. Uh-huh. Oh, but even though he's well, not the innovator. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's I, a weird thing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm confused. I think, uh, I think the other guy got a hold of the web page rights first. And uh-huh. Bought him through GoDaddy. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Well, we should probably move on to uh, other things. Um, that have happened. Since the last show. Right. Since the last show. Uh, there was a, a a whole conversation out there in the Magic community about banning Jace. Weird. Yeah. And, I, you know, Jace will never get banned. It, it just sometimes the, I, I completely agree. I Yeah. Well, I think Wizard said. Or, or Tom, Tom, was Tom O'Billy? Mm-hmm. Was he said? Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. <laughs> he, that's all it was. Is he was just like, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be banned. Sorry. Yeah, well, you know, they'll never ban Jace because they, they just can't. It just doesn't make any sense to do it. In fact, I'm going to go back to our previous argument about that they're going to make Jace the Trace. Jace the Trace. Uh-huh. Trace Jace to the face. Exactly. Uh, again, Mono Blue mm-hmm. uh, does a whole bunch of things that are never associated with Blue. Exactly. I love that idea. So so I, I definitely think that'll happen, but they'll never ban Jace. He's He's... No matter how broken a card is, no matter how impressive it is in a match, it's it's too fun to play. People enjoy the card way too much to to let it be banned. And and even though you may have to do things like like pawning your flat screen TV or selling your game system or robbing a bank to buy your playset of Jaces, you know the the reality behind it is that you know selling your body on the street might be worth. A Jace, you know, there's things that you can do to make that money. Selling blood, uh, uh, donating to the sperm uh, vendor, uh, you know, the, the it just there's lots of ways to make money, and and there's ways to get Jace. And Wizards knows this. Wizards knows that all of us are completely willing to go out there and hook ourselves on some street corner, uh, and to to be able to afford a play set of Jace. Yeah, I. I hear there's a really good return rate on various illegal drugs out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, right there, I think Wizards needs to uh, put out the word and let people know where they can get rid of their um, heroin, their smack, their cocaine whack, whatever it might be. Exactly. And and we're going to go to break and, and let you ponder what, what you're going to do uh, to buy your play set of Jake's.
before they're banned, of course. Hello, listeners. We here at New Phyrexian Quality Control want to make sure that you, the listener, are fully conscious of our present intensifications of dominating your planet. We assure you, though you may not hear us currently, and you may not see us out your window, we're here. And we're strategizing to win. New Phyrexia. It's what you're stuck with. Uh, well, welcome back. That that commercial uh, made me think of my grandmother for some reason. Huh. I don't know why exactly. Yeah, I was having some kind of weird, fond memories like you see in commercials for laxatives and things when I was thinking. Interesting. I don't know why that, but that's weird. So, so Shouldred is as a uh, wizards talked about the seven things. Uh, yeah, which sounds a lot like Beowulf, mm. but um, all right. So, so they're not predators; they're things. Mm-hmm. A bunch of great things. Wild things. Do 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 do. <laughs> you make everything okay. Um. So. Uh, so thanes from um, each of the so each of the different colors. No, the the thanes are all black, I believe. They feel all black. It starts with Shouldred, and it goes through like Geth, and the, both of them are black. And uh, Azix Zog, Azox Zog, of Zog, Socks of Zog. Yeah, Socks of Zog. I think I played that in a penny arcade once. Yeah, it seems like that. Isn't that little spaceship that goes back and forth and you shoot the little alien vessels? I think so. Something like that. Something. Uh, uh, Roxith. Uh huh. Roxith. <laughs> you don't have to. I don't know. Put on the infect. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Uh, Cranox. Uh huh. Vron. Vron. Uh-huh. He sounds like he has Karn envy. Yeah, Vron Vron Paul. Oh Vron Paul. Yeah, that's his Tea Party. The Tea, tea Party movement? Well, he's not Tea Party so much. No, Ron Paul is not Tea Party. No. I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh um uh, uh is it his son? I, I don't know. Wait, uh, uh well who's the drummer for KISS? <laughs> I I can't think of Alright. Okay, we should... No, wow, that was a good side. Sorry, we'll just drop it. So, welcome back to uh, Dragon Freeman. Hey, Freemer. you forgot one. Uh, Thrissic. Thrissic. Yeah. All right, well, I'm glad we covered that. Yeah, very important, obviously. Well, they all have their own little uh, uh, catchphrases as well. Okay, so, I mean, are you? Are we expecting each one of these guys to be a card in the next set? I I don't know. I guess they could be. I'm not really sure. How some it, we don't see... It, I'm not. I'm not really sure how the whole thing is going to work out. I'm, this next set is. It seems very, like lightly, flavored so far. Not a lot of connection. Just kind of. Uh, yeah, they won the war. Yeah, they won the war. They won the war. Here, here you go. Now you get to see what the Phyrexians are. We're, we're actually waiting to move on to past M12. <clears throat> to Innistrad. Right. Right. 
Well, now that these alien creatures have completely conquered this one world, let's look at vampires on this other world. Mm -hmm. What? And what happened with like? Is this what's going to go on with every set? Is like okay, all the, it's it's over. There's a battle. There's a battle. There's a battle. All of a sudden, nope, everything's fucked. We're fucked. Just like Alara. Oh, there's a battle. There's a battle. There's a battle. Boom, everything's fucked. Just like uh, Zendikar. There's a battle. There's a battle. There's a battle. There's a, ooh, these are dudes. They're really really big and colorless, and now we're fucked. <laughs> and now the whole thing is is that like we're now in. Mirrodin, and it's like, yeah, everything's kind of cool. Wait, everything's getting a little. What? What are these things? I don't feel. So... <laughs> and we're fucked. I mean, that's basically. I really wonder if that's what the continuous cycle of this is. If if that is the case, then then they have an obligation to change the name of this game from Magic the Gathering to Magic the Fucked. Exactly, I agree completely. Uh-huh. It, it just, It'll apply to every set. Well, I don't know what the deal is. What about young players? They're going to come into the game and they are going to play it, and they're going to run through a set, and they'll never get a sense of achievement. Uh huh. They'll just feel fucked. In this next set, it's going to be crazy. Okay, the the code name for this next set is called We. Are fucked. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be crazy. In the in the final set, fucked. You are totally fucked. Yeah, basically, the all these bad guys have now completely fucked you. Yeah, but I think they need to balance out the Eldrazi with like little weenie guys, little white weenie guys that just come out of nowhere because you're you're on the guard for the big dudes. And then you get hosed with the little guys. I think evil, they need to back. They evil need to Kithkin. That's how they can do the Kithkin block. Interesting. Evil Kithkin. But no one knows where the evil Kithkin from Shadowmaw went. With their big saucer-like eyes. Yeah, what were those guys called? I don't remember. They had a different name. They weren't Kithkin. They were like Kithkin at night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kithkin in like the red light district. Disco Kithkin. Disco Kithkin. Right. Uh, crack Kithkin. Uh-huh. Tenderloin Kithkin. Ooh, those poor Tenderloin Kithkin. Man. I, I hear they get the short stick. Dicey. Yes. Oh, God. So, so yeah, I'm not really sure. All I really know is that the, the thing that I remember, anyway, is that it's going to be 80% Phyrexian <coughs> uh, cards and 20% Mirren cards. Really? Yeah. And that's their... Ref- why? Maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe that's why they're having us draft it backwards. Is that they did see the impact on these newer players, these young players, and the feeling of never, you know, being fucked. And so now, if you draft backwards, like you get the evil cards first, but things just slowly get better through each draft, through each draft pack. Maybe that's what their solution was. Maybe this was part of the six-year plan. <laughs> I I do not see it. I just. I don't know. Okay, come on, come on. I just, I want to get through this set now. I'm ready to be through the Meriden set. And we've got one more set to go. I mean, block. Really. Right, I know. It's because you feel fucked. I, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. No way out. I've just, you know, I'm tired of like, infect, not infect. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at the optometrist. Tell us which one you like better. <laughs> Infect or not infect? Can I see the first one again? Infect. <laughs> yes. Or not infect? Yes. Oh, totally. Totally. So yeah, I'm just I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for new. I'm ready for new things. I'm ready for exciting things. And I I'll be able to deal. I'll be able to deal with the next set. You know, for for its time, and it'll give a new life to some of the cards. I'm kind of looking forward to that. But 
I, I really don't know. I keep looking at things from this new set going, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will not get a card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, of course, of course, the gag will get four of them in the one box he buys. Well, I mean, do you think, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, hey, guys, just giving you another call. You know what I got? You'll never believe it. You already have three from that box. I know. That's why I shit my pants when I opened my fourth. And it was foil. It was foil. Yeah. It was amazing in foil. So I've got a foil one, so we should put some of these decks together online and kick ass. Uh Uh-huh. 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 God bless him. I tell you, you know, it just just makes me, it makes me weep sometimes. Yeah. It's it's hard when we live in the great uh, great dust bowl of planeswalkers that's happened the drought of of planeswalkers from two thousand and nine till now. I mean, truthfully, you ever heard of anybody opening a pack with uh, just four commons and ten rares, where three of the rares were mythics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just got two of them mm-hmm. in my box, same box. <laughs> yeah. You know what we'll do? We'll totally screw up the distribution order. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's like, quite all right. Quite all right. Not not a problem. Um, Is it planned? I think it's planned. And, and we've heard a little bit more about about just other than the Thanes. I mean, there's a few other things. The, the flavor just seems weird to me. I'm not really sure where they're, where they're going with this. There's there's no resolution at the end of these. I need resolution. It would be nice to have some, you know. I mean, and why couldn't they, if they weren't going to have any, why couldn't they have had any with Alara? Mm-hmm. You know, it just, everything collided together. Mm-hmm. Everything ended in a state. It, it's it's they end things in a state of conflict. That's exactly right. what it is. I, I'm, I, so the next plan, the next thing we're going to see here is that is that basically we're going to have resolution to all of the other things that we did over the last six years. That's basically what our entire plan is, and we think that we we really we really think that our fans are going to are going to enjoy. I swear to God that the six year plan better be about how to fix all of these planes that are going on or not necessarily fix them but give us resolution like this is the home base well we know that Alara is the home base or an, another place for Nicol Bolas to be screwing around in so of course he'll come back later on because Nicol Bolas he, he, he'll show up over and over again he's like the penultimate legendary dragon planeswalker hmm. I mean he's he, he'll be a character forever there are it seems like there are there's more of an open door to legendary cards now like there I, I don't know what it is it's I, I it seems like the flavor is getting um more embedded into the actual gameplay because you know it's like not like jace and you know with these with the planeswalker <clears throat> factor but also with some of these other like azuri and just it's weird it's weird to me like it's I don't know. I don't really know what I'm trying to say here, except for the fact that there seems to be this prevalence of name dropping of major characters in the storyline in the game now far more than there ever used to be. Right. I, I think it's good. I, I, in a lot of ways, I really feel like it's the it's the crossover between how they redid Marvel after you know the X Men. It seems like it was the early '90s, late '80s where. The X-Men all of a sudden was revamped, and we saw a whole new version of what the X-Men were. They, like, hit the reset button and did uh, all of the stories over uh, again. Like, uh, uh, retcon. They call that ret- yeah. retconning, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. You're, you're returning a continuity to the, 
to the storyline. And it, what, what trips me out is that, you know, you're going to have these players that have been playing Time Spiral and earlier, maybe back to Legends, that knew Nicol Bolas, mm-hmm. you know? And now it's like of that of that caliber, we have all of these new Planeswalkers that have only really been around with us for the last three or four years that are getting to be recognized and known. Mm-hmm. I mean... Several planeswalkers in various Chandra, Jace, uh, Elspeth, just this constant reinvigorating of characters. You know, we'll bring Soren into the mix. We'll kick Elspeth out for a little while. Just this. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I, I like where it's going in a lot of ways. I think that attributing that, I mean, but I'm also a, a kind of Vorthosy and I love the flavor of the game and especially how it, the mechanics of how that flavor plays into the game. I'm very interested in that stuff. And so, uh, I think it's important for them to take the Planeswalker characters and, and use them in the gameplay. It, it, it gives a strong base for for the fun. Because if you like, I imagine what's going on on the battlefield while it's happening. You know, like, oh, look at this. I have a little bubble of ichor, and it's creating a new magic idea for me. Like, I really actually go there, which is kind of silly. It's like Squadron Hawks, you know, like the whole thing. Like, you get one, it makes its call, and all of a sudden there's four more right coming close. And it's just the whole the whole way it plays out is pretty interesting. And you look so bored. I No, I'm just, you know, it's just anytime somebody says Squadron Hawk or Cago, you know, I'm like, Kentucky Fried Cago. Ooh, yes. You know, I just... But they're not as good now that they have the new recipe, that Kentucky Fried Cago. Uh-huh. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, we lost ours up here, which was sad and tragic. We yeah. lost both of them. We, we did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They were embezzling money from the... I don't remember, but we lost them. Maybe they weren't embezzling money. I just... I always like to say that. <laughs> yes, I see. I see. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. But anyway, back to... Uh, Back to the no. These are the Thanes. Yeah. Well, the Thanes. They, right. They all have their own thing. There. They. They were in the Mephidros. Right. Which sounds like a Robotech thing to me. I never quite. Mm. Uh huh. The Mephidros. Right. You know. The Mephidros. The Mephidros. Right. Oh, you watch Mephidros? Are you into Mephidros? <laughs> Not really. I don't no, know. No, I hate robots about. that transform. Right. Yeah. Right. I which, yeah. Yeah. I. You know. I don't mind if my robots transform, provided they don't have people in them. Right. It's when they stick to human beings in them that I'm just like, oh. Dude, that really scares me. Because they, what if it what if it didn't fold right? And there goes there goes Timmy's leg. Right, you know. Uh-huh. It's like, I didn't realize it didn't turn into a car. It it turns into a boat, and you got your head chopped off. Right, exactly. Right. I was always worried in Voltron, especially. Like, I'm like, oh god, they're transforming again. I, I really hope that that little kid with the glasses doesn't die. I would have really liked if, like, one of the lions got pissed off at the other lions and turned into something incredibly inappropriate instead of a lion. Yes. So, like, Voltron had a, you know, gigantic, like, vibrator as his right arm. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That would have been awesome. Be like, screw you guys. I'm pissed off. You didn't let me have any water back there at the hole, so screw you. I'm a giant vibrator. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, didn't they do that, actually, in that one episode, the the uh, Attack of the Killer Vagina? So back to Shouldred. <laughs> yes. So Shouldred is the is the lead thing. I, I mean, they're all kind of trying to make things happen for the Phyrexian world. Uh, they they all have their belief of how it should happen. Like Shouldred is her belief is to know is to rule, and Geth is that thinks that everybody should owe you something. So he's very manipulative. Uh, 
the AA dude, he he uh, he's basically all about fear. Roxith is wants the machines to be pure, so probably less flesh. So, the, but okay, so this is weird though, because it's like they all have their own agendas. Yes, but they're all part of the Phyrexians, right? So this is this is like um, this is like art for the Borg. Mm-hmm. Like I don't quite get it. It's like how are they so all you know? We will assimilate you. You will come into the one. But then the one's made up of all these different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like it's like it's like they're almost the Amish. You know, they they get those two years as as when they reach that age of of man and or adult age, and they they go out into the world and they see that there's these different ideas, and they're they're allowed to test out all of these ideas, and that's kind of where they are now. Is that there's all these different ideas going on? So it's it's like the dark thoughts of of an Amish boy while he's out in the world, you know, doing heroin or 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 sleeping with hookers, whatever it may be, you know. I and I, I don't. I think it's the Amish. I mean, it may be the Protestants, for all I know, really. But I, I saw a documentary on it, and, I, and that makes me an authority, of course. So, inside of that, uh, it, it's kind of like they they now have this broader view of the world, whereas they only had one view, and that was you know help shoe the horse, milk the cow, whatever that was, and and so basically. Uh, and, and maybe I'm only making fun of the Amishes because they don't listen to podcasts. Uh, but beyond that, I, I think that it has to come down to, uh, uh, and I want to apologize to the Amish for sure, because I really don't mean to be offensive, but I'm just trying to build an idea about how the Phyrexians have one idea, but have now fractured that idea into multiple things. And they're having disagreements for the first time. They don't have one grand view of the whole thing. They have a grand view that's now supplemented. It's like, it's like world religion almost like, like, you know, the, the Catholics don't believe like the Mormons do. And the, and the Mormons don't believe like the Buddhists do, even though they claim that they do. And, and the Buddhists, you know, they don't believe as the Hindus do. But basically I, I feel like the Phyrexians are, uh, uh, are doing this. They're basically fracturing their way of, of being their, their religious life. So what you're basically saying is that your brask, the hidden is like, do I stick with the whiskey, Coke, pills, and hookers? Or do I go raise a house? Exactly. I I can see that. I mean, it, it totally makes sense to me. It's a great moment of, of you know, life actualization and critical thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. So who comes? So you, are you thinking Civil War, Phyrexian Civil War? Are you, like, just like the Amish? The, the Amish fought a Civil War? Right, with the Jews, right? <laughs> wow, I, I don't think so. I never heard of that. Really? Yeah. I thought that's where we get Canada from. Oh, really? I could be wrong. Uh, well, we should take a break and, and do some research on Wikipedia. History book! Are you tired of looking at all the same third, fourth, and even seventh picks pack after pack? Wish they could all look like first picks? Well, they can! Finally, a product that lets you see what you want to see. From the good folks at Azure Industries comes a product that Scry Magazine called the most deck-changing invention since shuffling. Urza's Beer Goggles! After chugging a few Swiss drafts from your ever-flowing chalice, you'll start to feel the effects almost instantly. That rusted relic that you used to think looked too sharp and gross to even pick up suddenly looks like a soft, tappable sphere of battle-ready, moorish goodness. Those smelly old trailblazer boots that you just wanted to pass to the next dupe suddenly look like the most luxurious pair of lightning greaves that you ever slid your foot into. Urza's Beer Goggles show you the beauty of a world without discrimination, where every player can have the courage to love unconditionally, and every card has a right to get tapped. 
What are you waiting for? Guzzle some grog out of that golden urn, slap on a pair of versus beer goggles, and get your game on! Everflowing chalice, Jingus eggs, and a trinity vessel, and adult beverages sold separately. Not available on genders over here the state of Delaware. Use of versus beer goggles may result in game loss, decapitation, Phyrexian shingles, regretting it in the morning, and unwanted goblin love children. All right, welcome back to the third segment of our show. Uh-huh, and we just wanted to say that if we offended anybody with those last jokes, we're sorry, except the Kithkin. If we offended you, fuck you, you deserve it, your blowjob height. So beyond that, uh, uh, you, we definitely didn't want to offend the Canadians. You know, they're absolutely they're, they're not. Our to wonderful the people. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful people. Love your waffles. Mm. Oh wait, no, it's not you. <laughs> right. So, so since since we got such a response last last show from the uh, the top eight, we actually got some wonderful comments. And and right now seems like the best time to do it is is a huge shout out to Omnisron. Who who gave us a, a great mock-up of the swords of tits and ass? Amazing! <clears throat> I have to say that the comment made me overjoyed. Uh, uh-huh. It was it was great. It was yes, incredibly incredibly overjoyed. Thank you, thank you so much. I in fact I yeah I was overjoyed six seven times yesterday just by that card. So it was wonderful. Loved it. Thank you. Send us more. Yes, definitely. We we love comments. So the comments are are what help to uh, feed uh, the the small ego that actually provides the energy to do this show. Uh, as 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 you know, it's it's a pain in the ass. And so beyond that, uh, we need comments to get there. And so the second thanks goes out to Seth, who left us a an excellent comment. We're really glad that you liked the last show. Uh, bringing up some of our jokes that we actually thought weren't very funny, but but you did, and that that makes us feel better. Yes, yes, uh huh, uh huh. The only other people we excite with our jokes are, are our goats, so <laughs> they, yeah, they're they're not always receptive either. Yeah, and that's that's only when we're holding a carrot or some celery. Uh huh. It is just yeah. It's so yeah. they did like the one about the naked sphinx. That yeah. was pretty good. Well, that was just a good joke. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that one had me rolling the timely. Days. I mean, timely. there were multiple times, like over the few days after I heard that joke or they, when you first brought that up, that that I'd just chuckle. I'd be at work and I'd think about that, that naked sphinx and, and I'd chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had to be there, though. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, what what this has inspired us to do is is do another another top eight. And, Yay! And so what what we decided this uh, show to do was a top eight things <clears throat> to say as JTM resolves. And JTM is, of course, Jace the Mind Sculptor. Of course, yes. Absolutely. Wait, JTM's what? J- Jace the Mind Sculptor. Okay. Um, you know what that card does, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Uh, so number eight on the, on the list of what to say as Jace resolves. As it resolves. As it resolves. Uh, is ask your opponent if they know what this card does. Because some people might not know, you know. And and if they do, it's always just nice to rub it in a little bit more. Right, right. You, know, you, you want to you make sure they're familiar with the rules, but, you know, it's yeah, always... It's, it, you can get a good read off it, off your opponent, uh-huh, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And it's always good. You know, you, you got to get full value out of anything that, yeah, that costs, you know, uh, uh, four days of work. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And so the, the number seven... Uh-huh. Is ask your opponent what the card does. 
Interesting, right, because maybe you're not used to playing with it, uh, or you're confused by some of its its rulings. Most Mostly because on your proxies, the, the the wording has gotten a little rubbed out, maybe they got wet, you know, you're, and you can't, you haven't read the card thoroughly enough, you just know that the, the ultimate ability is there and what it says. And you can usually count on your opponent to tell you how the card works properly, so hopefully they'll give you some good advice in using it too. You know what I really hope, though, is eventually they put out... Uh, a textless foil planeswalkers. A, t- a textless foil Jace the Mind Sculptor would be brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think uh-huh. it would be. Uh, so we'll move on to number six. So number six is call a judge to show him or her. Call the judge over just to show the judge that your opponent actually let Jace resolve. And that's a great that's a great point because often you know judges are very bored. They're not doing anything at a tournament, especially the larger ones. You know they've got plenty of time to kill. And it's uh, it's a really good idea to show them your accomplishments so they know that, hey, I'm dealing with a pro player here. This person's going to go places. So, yeah, absolutely. Call them on over. Show them you got the Mind Sculptor into play. They'll love you for it. Exactly. They, 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 you know, they, they just love Jace anyway, just as much as the rest of us do. So, so number five, uh, you say, Jace resolves. Uh, would, you, would, you like to res- uh, would you like to concede? Oh, right there. Just ask him for this concession once uh, once Jace hits the table. Yeah. Um, I think many players right there will fold, which right. increases your odds of winning. And if they don't, you can be pretty sure that they have a, a Jace of their own. Right, right. So that's a great uh, that's a great thing. You figure yours, yours is going to die for that legendary rule. But, of course, you have three more probably in your hand to uh, to back it up. So you're set. Exactly. So, so number four is... Uh, here he comes to save the day. You know, just singing that will often give you a little bit of game advantage with your Jace. Uh-huh, and entertain your opponent, which we also know increases the fun level of the round. So, Because mm-hmm. you can, oh man, when, you're, when it's dragging into that seventh round, uh-huh. um, you know, if you're not hoarse, singing that actually gets a good chuckle from not only the, your opponent, but the other people playing to either side of you. Singing and dead baby jokes. And if you can mix them up, usually, you know, over the three games you play, hopefully, uh, hopefully, It'll, it'll be lively. Mm-hmm. What's grosser than gross? And anyway, so the number three is mono blue, bitch. Right, and uh, and this is a popular one, at least out here on the West Coast. Um, yeah, I hear it at lots of uh, uh, lots of PTQs, for instance. Uh, I heard it uh, I heard it five or six times at the Grand Prix. And uh, you know what better way? What better way to uh, really call attention to such a perfect piece of beauty than uh, than that phrase there? So yes, absolutely. I can I can see why that. What number was that? Two. That was three. That was three. So ooh, wow! I'd say that was a contender for one at least on its popularity level. I hear that most often. Exactly, uh, but there 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 are are others, and and number two is, uh, meet my friend Benjamin, the now you're fucked sculptor. Right, right. Another popular common phrase used when uh, when Jace resolves. You're right. Yeah, I do hear that one a bit more, um, and I think that one's actually you know. USA wide, at least, you know. Exactly. In fact, I like to go into dealers and vendors of, of singles uh-huh. and, and say, show me your Benjamins. Right, right. It, yeah, it, and it shows them what level you're willing to deal with them at right you know, there, the right. trading process. There. And, and then, of course, I'm always like, how many of these mirror works will you take? Uh-huh. Bit, but it, it's okay. You know, I, it's a fine. I, eventually, you know, 100 mirror works later, maybe. I, I might actually get a Jace. That's that's good. That's good. I, I want to find out how you deal with. So we'll we'll talk later. Okay, we'll do that. And number one is uh, as just as he resolves, you say, kicking you in the nuts with ninety bucks. 
and it rhymes, which is just beautiful. And and they'll be happy to see it. They'll be happy to see him come into play as you're as you're reminding them that you're uh, Rochambeauing with planeswalkers. It's always just, and you're going first, so it's always <laughs> always a treat for your opponent. Exactly. So so that's our top eight. Uh, the top eight things to say is JTM resolves. Uh, we would love to see more comments as to what you think or what you say. What 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 yeah, do you what, say? What do you say when you resolve your mind sculptors? Exactly. I'm I'm curious. I bet you we'll get we'll get some interesting phrases. And you know, maybe you don't say anything. Maybe you just simply smile and touch yourself. Um, I know that's fairly popular. Ooh, standing up and doing the Michael Jackson. <laughs> Would be pretty cool. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's a, that's a good one. And, and it would it would show guys on the other side of the room. Hey, that guy just made a mind sculptor. Which... Ex- exactly. I mean, we should Jace test these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we should definitely proxy up some more Jaces. I uh, yeah yeah. We can ten twenty thirty. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh, well, this makes me think of things. What would you say as Chandra Nalar resolved? Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, uh, uh, surprise? No. Wait till you see what's coming. Right. Uh, look at this one damage to your squadron hawk. <laughs> I, I, I like that. You know, there's, there's some... You're not going to believe what some guy traded her for. Uh-huh, exactly. Jace, who needs her? Or who needs Jace? I got Chandra. Chandra Blaze. Ooh. That, now, see, that... You know, I think if you're going to play Chandra Blaze, you should at least flip a coin every turn and decide whether or not you're going to put out the lighter fuel and just really go for the full Jimmy right there. Because, I mean, come on, a couple bucks, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what about Karn? What are we going to say as Karn comes into play? Uh, well, it, I guess it'll depend on, on what fabulous nickname the wonderful magic community decides to bestow upon Karn. I don't know. I mean, will will they go for the... The more obvious, you know, carn and mashed potatoes. Will it be those kinds of jokes? What if it? What if it's a look? There's a bunch of carn in your shit now. That's yes, yeah. It could that could happen. That that could be a deck build right there, dude. I'm gonna put carn all up in your shit. That's that's what I'm gonna say when I resolve carn. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, again, folks that are listening, send us in. What are you gonna say when you? Windmill slam that artifact colorless. Or he's not an artifact. Whoops. Whoops. Oh. A colorless planeswalker. I was on a roll there. Uh, yeah, or any other planeswalker. What What is your favorite thing to say as you bring your favorite planeswalker into play on any given day? Uh, let us know. Uh, say what you would like to say. Uh-huh. And, and, and beyond that, uh, that pretty much is our top eight. We're going to take another short break. Uh, uh, we'll be back with uh, our own deck doctoring of the doc, the doctored. I mean, the deck that was supposed to be doctored by Conley, who who sadly has been busy being a pro player uh, in Dallas and has not uh, gotten back in contact with us. In fact, we don't even know if he's listened to the last episode. Well, yeah, he may have been. You know, I, I don't. I don't believe our God has abandoned us. I think he may have been in Pro Tour Dallas, I very th- busy. I think that he's you just know. afraid of you and your constant. And omnipotent uh, 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 statements and phrases about him. Just because I avidly read every article that man posts and watch his video sometimes 30, 40 times a day, I, I think that it's it's not an issue of stalking or, or admiration. I think he knows I'm just an avid fan and ready to be pointed down whatever path he wishes to point me. 
<laughs> I see. Okay. Well, we'll be back right after this. Still driving that old Phyrexian clunker that's held together with duct tape and other scrapyard salvo? Yeah, but it's my piece of shit. Well, you can qualify for the new government's Shape a New Buyback Plan. Really? That's right. The new Phyrexian government is offering you cash for your old gas-guzzling, oil-spreading behemoth. You could receive up to $5,000 towards a new Ford Geosurge or Nissan Zenith. Wow-wee! So come on in to Watsy Motorworks. With our competitive pricing and in-house financing, you'd be impervious to walk away from a new Dodge Vlog. Hey, will you guys take my Vespa mortar pad? Sure! How about we throw Futon into a new Phyrexian van mother so you can pick up all the fly bitches? Fuck yeah! Watsy Motorworks, where we reserve the back seat for you. Alright, well we're back for the final segment of our show, and that is going to be what I did to doctor my own deck after it felt like it was not performing as well as I would like my deck to perform. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Yeah, I made a few things in. I took a few things out and put a few other things in. I, I got rid of the Master's Call uh, Shape a New Combo because it just felt too conditional to, to try to make the whole thing happen, and I felt that the mirror tokens weren't doing me any good as being just a target to make that card happen. So getting rid of those slots really kind of opened the deck up a little bit for uh-huh. other things to uh-huh. happen. So it still has the preordains, the oculuses, the mana leaks, the cancels. Uh, and if you want to look at the previous deck list, it, it, it's you attached to it. our show notes uh-huh. in the of the last episode. So uh, I still have the Distant Memories in there. In fact, I added another Distant Memories because it, it just seems to be a really good card in this deck because I either get what I want or I get to do some damage generally when I play it. Uh, but, uh, the space that I opened up, I was able to put some wall of omens in and some spreading seas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Spreading seas, hot dam and uh wall of omens. Very good. Very good. Yeah. With the card draw that they, they allow for it, it seems to me that the, the six cards that I draw off there are as good as a master's call and using two cards to get one card basically is the two for one. Whereas uh, digging through my deck, I'm likely to find the psychosis crawler pretty quick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. And when that psychosis crawler comes into play, if, if you don't got an answer for it, Ooh, it gets ugly quick. Right. Because he just, he stays large. You have, you're, you've got so much card draw advantage that you're getting ahead of, of the other player pretty, pretty decently. We we played a few games, although it it doesn't stand up to aggro very well, which is where the sideboard comes in. Uh, I I'm still am trying to work out what the sideboard should be. Uh, feels like some white like single white removal would work. Single white removal that reminds me of that one film. Uh, it it looks like it could be real removal, but it's not actually the removal that you wanted to use. Right, it ends up being kind of psychotic removal. Exactly. Right, that shit scared the hell out of me, man. I couldn't sleep for three days. I had to keep really looking at my girlfriend. Uh huh. Over. And I over. woke up one morning with a bob cut. It was that bad. Ooh, that yeah. that's a little frightening. But yeah, no, I understand. But so. But beyond that, you know, I, I the other things that I did fit in were uh, baby jaces because I only have the one mind sculptor, and so I, I put the baby jaces in because they're good card draw and they work very well, especially with a consecrated sphinx where you make them draw one along right with you and you get to draw two more. Mm. That's that's a very fun thing. And I put another big sphinx in there. I put the sphinx of the Mogosi. Magasi. Yeah, another wow. I'm 
haven't seen that card in play before that hooks you up in this deck. Yeah, it, it it's basically, exactly, it has a really good synergy in this deck. I couldn't see it being really that good in a lot of other decks. Although it does deal well with Infect, because what Sphinx of the Magasi is, is that for one blue and two colorless, you can you get to draw a card and you put a 1-1 one, one counter on the Sphinx. So if you're blocking Infect creatures or it has negative one counters on it, you're you basically able to get rid of a lot of that. And it's a very regenerative creature. Which makes me wonder if they kind of had it in mind when they were thinking about the whole poison infect thing and how it was going to work. Well, I definitely think they were thinking about something considering that you can obviously see that as a male sphinx on that card. So um, You can definitely tell. I can't believe they slipped that stuff in. It's like the little mermaid animated man. Anyway. Yeah. So, and then I also put a Benser in one Benser just to test him out, see what it was going on with him, because he has great interaction with spreading seas and wall of omens. Uh huh. I mean, he does great things with that. Benser, Benser is a special guy. I he's really not being used right now, which doesn't seem right at all. Well, it for was his potential. A couple of uh, Star City Opens ago, there was someone who was playing a pretty strong Venser Jace deck, huh. and was using Venser. Got him ultimated a couple of times. I can't. I wish I could think of who that was that that was doing that. He's a, he's a pro player, and I've seen him quite a bit, and I cannot correlate his face to his name at this moment. Hmm. All right. But anyway. Venser's, Venser's nice. Yeah, Venser's nice. Uh-huh. So I still have the time reversals in there. And in fact, I will once again post the new deck list, the updated deck list, up. And if, if Conley is out there listening to this episode and would be interested in doctoring the deck from this point, then I, I would love it. I mean, I, I would love it. That's basically what I'm saying. This is my plea. Um, yeah, you know, and I, you know, right now from where I'm sitting, I think one thing, one of the problems with your deck right there is that it's all men. You know, it's a sausage fest, dude. You need to think more clam jam. I, you I, need to think more, I think you need to go more, more, a uh, few more ladies in the mix, you know what I mean? Because that, that party's not going anywhere. I mean, they've got a sphinx, but we don't know if it's consenting. You're right. Every everything on here, even the Oculus. Look at how phallic the Oculus is. Uh huh. Right. That's uh. Wow. I didn't even think about what was going on. So just just to point that out, I don't know. I'm sure there's far more practical advice than I can possibly give. It's okay. But... When the next set comes out, what I'll do is, is I'll splash black and I'll put shouldered in there because you know that, there you go. Mm-hmm. That would that would be a gigantic claim. It would be. It would be. It would help to balance, balance it out a little bit. Uh, so, so anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, folks, play with it. Yeah, put it together. Play with it. Uh, See what you can do on your own with friends. Mm-hmm. Whoever you can get involved, absolutely. Uh, deck construction can often be assisted by other people helping you uh, build your deck up and. Uh, Doing other things, you know, like giving you ideas about other cards you can <coughs> slide in to your deck, or or what position your deck will will be able to take with modifications. Wow, I think the name of your deck should be "I Got Decked at the Colonnade." Interesting. Or or two Sphinx in a bar. <laughs> two Sphinx walk into a bar. Venser says. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you have a name for this deck? Did you name it? 
Uh, no, I haven't named it yet, but that does remind me. I did put Celestial Colonnades in there as well. So another idea, folks, when writing into us and telling how much you absolutely loathe our show, give us a name. Oh, yeah, I, I had named it. I you called did. it Reverse Psychosis. Reverse Psychosis. Mm-hmm. That's right. So uh, so there you go, folks. Another thing you can, uh, you can uh, opine about. Opine. If you're opining. Mm-hmm. Or or if you're furring. Yes, absolutely. Or, um, e- or even if you're walnuts. Or or even if uh, you, you... I don't know. I Okay, I give up. I, I'm sorry. All right. Um, well, we, what, what else do we have? We've got your deck, the deck doctoring factor. Hopefully it'll be picked up by somebody, somebody with love. Uh, do we want to say something about how excited we are about our next show? No, I told you, but it's under wraps. It's all a secret. Okay, so we're not going to reveal that information as of this point. But folks, I mean, if they do want to call in or or donate during the next show, they, right? That that. But how are they going to know to do that? I uh, well, oh right, I I you know, I I guess we can give it up. Really? I mean, right. will that be okay with our producers, sponsors, and all the other executives? Because I don't know. I mean, we're kind of just doing this, folks. We're in kind of an empty studio tonight. We've lost uh, three of our writers uh, due to the stomach flu, and uh, our vice president of executive production has suddenly and spontaneously disappeared. So, uh, I, I heard he, I heard he went to Cozumel with some secretary because of that Beach Boy song, mm-hmm. "Bastard." Yeah. Um, well. We're yeah, so we don't know if we're actually able to give you this surprise or not. I mean, legally, like I, that's that's my concern. I was ready to blow it, but you made me actually pause for thought. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh crap, Charlie's not here. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Should we tell him? Uh, it's not that we're not telling you because we don't like you. We love you. We want to keep you safe. We need to talk to you know. We're just worried about our asses, basically. Right. Exactly. And and your asses. Right. Well, we're always worried about your ass. That's one of the benefits of listening to our show, isn't it, folks? I mean, come on. We're like, tell us about your ass. Send us pictures of your ass. Don't don't send us pictures of your ass. Or at least link so we have the choice. I mean, don't put it in our email or something, you know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and let us know before we get to the link. Don't just, hey, here's, a, you know. Although the, the mail staff does enjoy getting pictures of butts occasionally. I, I don't well, know. Steven. They, well, well, he's the mail department. He, he's the he's the guy that does it. Damn it, he's thorough though. Damn yeah. it, he's thorough. <laughs> it's true. I I rarely get one passed on to me. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, so. they did thin out. They thinned out. So yeah, you know, send us your love. We're out there. We just don't know. Well, I mean, you know. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so folks, next episode, you're you're listening to it here first. We are going to have our very own live dredgeathon. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's it's come around again, and with the with the fear that the government is going to take money away from public broadcasting, of of which we get no money at right. all. Uh, we 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 wanted to. Uh, well, well, basically, it's going to be our spring fund fund drive. It's going to be known as the dredge dredgeathon. The 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 dredgeathon of of dredging. 
and we'll be dredging for dollars. I mean, we're, this is this is going to be a call-in show, folks. I mean, we're, we're really excited. Uh, we've booked um, a couple of the former players of, of Metallica. We're going to have guests on, folks. Um, Jerry Brown, governor of California, will be here just for a short time, though. He's just going to give us a couple of brief, very brief drafting tips, and then he's got to go. He's the governor. What are you going to do? Uh, and we're going to have, uh, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus will be she, here. She canceled. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. I know how important that was to you that, that she, uh, that she be here. What am I going to do with these posters? I, uh, personally, I think that, that if you put them on eBay, you might actually recoup your losses. Chevy Chase, folks. Chevy Chase will be here, uh, talking about EDH. I'm- um, um, we're, we're, um, so I'm sorry, Chevy, Chevy Chase, he actually canceled also. He, he's listened to some of our shows and he says that our humor is not on a par with his. And so he, he really doesn't want to be seen in our company. All right. Well, it is going to be off the wall with Mark Rosewater and we will have Mark Rosewater. We're going to have Richard Pryor will be here. Actually, during the last commercial break, uh, we got a call from Wizards uh, Corporate Headquarters uh, specifically giving us a cease and desist request on any more impersonations of Mark Rosewater. And that after he heard the way that we were imitating him, he felt that we were beneath him. And he could not be on our show either. Dead goats, folks. We are going to be sacrificing goats next episode during our dial-a-thon to get listeners to call in and donate money to our show, money to our sponsors, money to our wonderfully evil crime lord and god, Conley Woods. It's all going to happen here with Hulk Hogan. Folks, will be here. The Brady Bunch, three of them, are going to be here. It's going to be insane. I have been looking forward to this event for the last year of my life, knowing that we are going to do a -a dial-a-thon. We're going to connect with some of our listeners. We're going to have some of our sponsors are going to be here. Uh, uh, Mr. Schmoo and the Schmoozles, they're going to make it. Phil Schmoo? Phil Schmoo. Phil Schmoo and his kids, the Schmoozles, are going to be here. Uh, Pete Redleach may be here. I wonder if that little twitchy rat dude, the the Bob, I think his name is, the twitchy ratty guy, you know, has the, the really strong overbite and... And weird mustache. Uh, Lola Falana is going to make it. She's going to make it. Uh, her agent emailed, folks, it's going to be unhinged. It's going to be unglued. It's going to be un-off-the-wall craziness. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, it, 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 will, be, it will be good. Uh, we, we will uh, give more we'll, information. We'll put out, yes, uh, we'll put out uh, numbers and things for you to call in. It's going to be live. You're going to be able to call in. You're going to be able to write in. You're going to be able to send us blood, cash, sweat, and tears. Uh, we're going to play songs for you. We're, we're going to do crimes for you. It's, I can't wait. Right. Well, and so, uh, woo! make sure you tune in. Uh, we'll try to rebook Miley. I, I can't make any promises. I, her dad. Well, you know. I just, it's all about her dad. Yeah. Well, maybe we could get Hannah Montana instead. Well, yeah, okay. All right. We, we'll, we'll talk to Hannah's agent. All right. Well, folks, uh, until the next great. time. Fantastic, folks. Next episode, be there or play magic.
I don't want to play with artifacts I'm getting bored with metal crap I don't need a sword or brass squires Just a five drop with a couple of flies Psychosis crawler, that's what I play Yeah, it runs, it runs okay Oh, oh, oh. Psychosis crawler could be big game. It, yeah, it runs, it runs okay. Oh, 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 Stare with consternation and wonder if you're winning this You counter a lot, but you're not really doing anything When they have nothing to play, their fate is sealed Play something once, then play it again Psychosis crawler, that's what I'll play Yeah, it runs, it runs okay Psychosis crawler could be big game. Yeah, it runs, it runs okay. You play a card and then you draw. You play a card. Then you draw Everything gives you a card You play a jace and you draw more cards You brainstorm and you draw more cards Time reversal, everybody draws cards Psychosis crawler, that's what I play it runs, it runs okay. Oh, oh, oh. Psychosis crawler could be big game. It runs, runs, yeah, it runs okay. okay.